Well, I'm running down the road with Barbera in tow. I got 15 titles on my mind. Seven world ones, one hardcore, and seven tags with four different guys. I take a easy, take a easy. Don't let the sound of gongs and bells drive you crazy. Lights up when I raise my hands. Don't even try to understand the supernatural dead man. So take a reason. Well, I'm standing on the corner of Death Valley, California. Such a bright fire I see. It's my house, my lord, burned to the floor. Lost my parents, brother, everything. Come on, Kane, please don't blame me. Paul Barron took me in as his and tried to train me. Rarely lose, I usually win. I never thought I'd see you again. You opened up the cell and climbed in so freaking easy. Running down the road and I'm all on my own Got a decade of destruction Call me big evil, not red, But do call me American Take a easy, take a easy Don't let the sound of limbus get Drive you crazy Come on, fancy Coming back, it's the dead man to take her easy. of the night welcome to episode 208 of talking taker our encyclopedic exploration did give the career of the greatest professional wrestling character of all tism the undertaker nope not donald duck the undertaker <laughs> donald duck was ready to fight though <laughs> now put him up put him up <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, my name is Alex Those Dorio. You watching, you gotta watch us on YouTube, folks. Uh, I am one of the co-hosts, one of the creatures of the night here, and I am joined, as always, by my tag team partner, my wrestling buddy, my fellow creature of the night, and Donald Duck impersonator. He is a man who is such a degenerate that he <laughs> would, in middle school, behind a teacher's back anytime a teacher would turn their back on him would stand up in front of the classroom and give her 
violent crotch chops <laughs> in front of the entire class just to get a pop out of the class. What oh. a sick, degenerate man, Mr. Travis White. Travis, I got to bring that up because we are going back in time to 1998 to the height of D-Generation X, the original D-Generation X. Shawn Michaels leading DX with the World Wrestling Federation Championship going up against our man, The Undertaker, looking back 25 years ago to Royal Rumble 1998, a classic casket match between these two. Yeah, man. Oh, I was doing that just like all other 30 million, you know, uh, middle school boys in in America. So yeah, that was uh good pastimes. Good pastimes. <laughs> I mean, you... you'll never get that back. Oh no, I was gonna. Say, how would you feel if your uh, middle school age child uh, were to be doing that? Oh, his next teacher's year back? he does that. I'm like, son, what are you doing? I'm raised you better than that. <laughs> you give him a super kick. He can get it too sweet. Let's see. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you were known to do that as well. I'm still known to too sweet, so that's Uh that's timeless. I mean, sweet chin music. You're known to give those out as well. Yeah, I did that in class as well in high school. Uh (laughs) Almost got kicked out (laughs) of the class by the substitute. We can tell that story later. Well, I mean, we can. We can. We can always tell that story. But, uh, yeah, man, Royal Rumble 1998, the main event. Uh, a controversial match, I will say, between the two of us, Travis, because I looked, I looked back at our history. I looked back at some classic episodes, and this was a match that I ranked number six of the Undertaker's pay-per-view matches of the 90s, of his original Dead Man era. And, Travis, you did not rank it in your top ten at all. So we're going to find out if uh, that holds true still looking back at it here 25 years later. We're going to see if we can uh, bump it up in your rankings at all. We'll see. Let's see what happens. I don't remember what I did rank as number 10, but I do remember that this was not on my top 10. It was not on your top 10. But uh, this is actually the most viewed and listened to episode of Talking Taker. It has our highest numbers (laughs) when you combine, you know, the different platforms yeah. uh of us uh, it has really high youtube numbers the youtube video wow. for this one for some sure. reason has crazy numbers so this is technically our highest most listened to episode the original episode episode 44 of talking taker covering this match so uh, i think it's definitely worth revisiting and of course we've revisited some other classic Shawn michaels and undertaker matches i mean would you say that undertaker or, or that Shawn michaels as far as in ring goes, would you say that he's his greatest opponent of all time? I think so. As far as what they churn out in the ring, yeah, I think so. Uh, and they only had like what five or six pay per view matches. Five, yeah, yeah. I think so. so. Yeah, Did we, is it five? And then uh, oh, yeah, Crown well, Jewel, Crown Jewel, which we're gonna we'll get to, get to in October. October. We've already committed <laughs> yeah. to it. Yeah. <laughs> the five year anniversary yeah. of Crown Jewel. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, they've only clashed six times on pay-per-view, but yeah. Well, okay, let's go to the first five. <laughs> clashed six. <laughs> Put a asterisk right there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like when a it's like when a movie like series is so good and they just keep pushing for one more and then just oh, like, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Like, a- like Avatar. Terminator. Oh, I was gonna say Avatar. <laughs> You know what? I'm actually looking forward to this. One. I didn't think I, I was not until the last trailer, and I was like, ah, it might have just suckered me in with the last trailer. So, um, I mean, I'm not like gonna have to see it open day or anything, but I wouldn't mind to see it over Christmas break. Oh so. yeah, if you're gonna see but, it, you gotta go to the IMAX. 3D. You gotta go. I, I want to go 3D. Yeah. So anyway, 
<laughs> we'll see. We'll see. It, it, it may end up being the highest grossing movie of all time. Never doubt James Cameron. Ever. Ever. No. He has been to the bottom of the world in the Mariana Trench. <laughs> he's been hey, to he's... the bottom. He's been to the top. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, anyway. What are we talking about? We're talking about <laughs> Royal Rumble 1998 here, folks. We're going to revisit this classic match, watch along style here, to celebrate its 25th anniversary. You know, we're kicking off 2023. Can't believe we're saying that here. Oh. Uh, so going back, uh, we got some great anniversaries to celebrate. Uh, looking back at 1998, maybe the greatest year in WWF history. And this is a great match that deserves a little more love, I think. Uh, it gets kind of maybe overshadowed by the other it classic does. Undertaker Shawn Michaels matches. But boy, uh, I think I haven't rewatched it since our episode, mm -hmm. but uh, I think it's going to hold up very, very well. I'm excited to go back and watch it. Uh, very, very fun time to be a wrestling fan. Uh, I talked about this on our original episode, but this pay-per-view, Royal Rumble 1998, this was the first time that I ever was online on the internet for a wrestling pay-per-view reading the results as they happened. I remember right. uh, being on the WWF AOL message boards. on the live chat for Royal Rumble 1998 and they would tell you as soon as the next man would enter the Royal Rumble and our that was like so exhilarating and exciting awesome. and it's funny not like we've been addicted to uh, the world of the internet wrestling community ever since then I was like, the difference between that and what we have now is like the difference between like our grandparents sitting by the radio <laughs> on like Sunday night listening to like who is it <laughs> Orson Welles or whatever no yeah no, yeah, well, you know, re yeah, reading, uh, you know, war, 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 so, you know, like yeah. like our grandparents, great grandparents, like that. That's you know, they had to listen to it and and get that you know, or like an old time like commentary on like a uh, football game or you know, listen to oh, a baseball yeah. game on radio. It's like just how like that's kind of it seems like that's what you just explained is the same thing as that. You know, like it's just it's crazy to think about. This was only twenty five twenty five years ago. Yeah, no. Yeah. No, the internet changed how, you know, wrestling fans existed. It changed how we thought. It changed how we interacted. Uh, so many, uh, you know, thankfully you and I, you know, we had each other and we had some other right. guys who were into wrestling. But, you know, there's so many wrestling fans out there who were like the weirdos, the geeks, the outcasts who didn't have another person you know, in their friend group who was into wrestling and, you know, the, the internet brought us all together for better or mm -hmm. for worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A little but, bit of both. Yeah. A little bit of both. I mean, this, you know, this podcast would not have happened without it, of course. Nope. But, uh, another funny, uh, very time specific memory I have of this specific pay-per-view is that, um, I had a VHS copy of this pay-per-view, but not the official copy. And uh, I think the statute of limitations is over that I can say that uh, I rented the tape from uh, our local video store, video to go and did the old two VCR setup with the blank VHS in one, you know, hooked it up to the other and dubbed it onto the, uh, my personal tape, you know, disregarding the FBI warning at the beginning of the tape. Man, I'm uh, can't believe I'm admitting that here 25 years later, but <laughs> video pirates. They're costing you money. Worldwide in 1991, more than a billion US dollars was lost to the industry through all forms of piracy. 
In particular, the illegal duplication of pre-recorded video cassettes is causing great concern. The artists lose, the studios lose, and you, the consumer, loses. The unauthorized copying of videotape programs is illegal and carries with it penalties of fines or imprisonment. <laughs> I've seen this well, pay-per-view many times because of that homemade copy. Well, you had, you know, that was the the World Wrestling Factory, the WWF. You had the WWF. You, That's you know, right. You Dumb get it. it. Yeah, there you go. All right. Yeah. I got so, you. That joke there to start the year <laughs> off. But uh, anyway, yeah, that's awesome, man. I love doing that. Oh, yeah. Still do it. Awesome. Great really. pastime. <laughs> it but was dude. a great pastime. It took, <laughs> they took three hours. You couldn't speed it up. <laughs> However long the, the show was, yeah. that's how long you had to sit there with the VCR. And to make sure you set your, uh, your um, thing on EP to the SP. Oh, your VHS, or else you'd cut it off halfway in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to go with EP. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a big fan of EPs. But uh, that's the, our that's just a few memories of that timeline, and we can talk about you know the match itself as we get into it here, as we lead up to it. We'll give you the timestamp here on Peacock to watch this classic match along with us. But before we get to the match, uh, you know we always uh, on these monthly episodes we like to do our Undertaker sightings. I don't know about some of these Undertaker sightings. It's almost like Ripley's, believe it or not. Well, I hope it's true. And uh, we are recording this a little bit early before the uh, before January first. We're you know knocking this out before the Christmas season gets too busy, and don't have a ton of things to talk about for the Undertaker as far as the month of December. But since it is, we're kicking off a new year, uh, Travis. I thought we could just kind of reflect on the year of the Undertaker in 2022. Uh, obviously, he's retired, hasn't had any matches, but uh, quite an eventful year for the Undertaker. Looking back over it, and of yeah. course. <clears throat> Nothing more eventful than him going into the Hall of Fame at uh, yeah. WrestleMania weekend this year with arguably the greatest Hall of Fame speech uh, in WWE history. I mean, looking back on it uh, all these months later, uh, what are just the first thoughts that come to your mind uh, reminiscing about that? Uh, probably last time we've seen Vince at a Hall of Fame. Uh, but uh, just that was very special. Vince needed to induct him. Uh, that was what needed to be done. Uh I just remember how it was like you mentioned when we recapped it. It was like sermon, man. It was awesome. He's pouring his heart out, giving his testimony, and just giving people uh, hope. You know, young guys hope and telling some stories. And yeah, did he skip over some guys in his past? Yeah, but it wasn't personal. You know, it's his Hall of Fame speech. He can make whatever he wants to out of it. So uh, he didn't have to give us anything because he could have just rode right. off from sunset and been quiet and kept kayfabe, you know, alive. But I just remember it was, it was a good TED talk, and it was like a sermon, and I, I loved it, man. Like it was so awesome, and uh, I will actually I don't watch a lot of those again because they are what they are, but um, I'll probably watch that one multiple times. It was so good. I was just thinking the same thing as you said. I have not rewatched it since it happened, but I would really mm -hmm. like to, uh, especially because it was the weekend that my daughter was born. Yeah. Uh, I think I was still in kind of a haze trying to watch it. Yeah. So I'd like to watch it uh, back now. I'm sure there's a lot of stuff I missed or, or don't remember. But, you didn't um, get to watch it in one setting. I don't believe either. No, I, you know, I had, you to, had to piece it, up it. Yeah. And piece so, it together because yeah. it was so long. It was. Yeah. <laughs> but it was uh, like Titanic, James Cameron, two, that's right. two, two BHS. <laughs> See, it all comes <laughs> back together. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. James Cameron earlier. That's why. It all led to that. <laughs> I will be interested to see uh, how the Hall of Fame goes this year. You know, I wonder if any guys are going to take any uh, any leads from Taker, if they will change the way that they do their speeches, if they will um, 
you know, change the game a bit because it, it's going to be hard to top what he did um, on that speech because it was so different, because it was so grand and epic. Uh, I'll be really intrigued to see if it affects the Hall of Fame at all in 2023. Yeah, we'll see. I have no idea who's going in. So Right, right. It's in Hollywood, so gold dust would be cool, but heading to the AEW, so <laughs> that would be awesome. Gold dust, gold that dust. make a lot of sense. <laughs> I think uh, it's got to be Batista too, you know, Hollywood superstar. Oh yeah, he was supposed to. Yeah. The other year and uh, COVID year, I think. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, be I could see him being the headliner, uh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so of course we had a uh, episode dedicated to discussing his Hall of Fame run, uh, his Hall of Fame speech. We had the Thank You Taker episode with all of our fans paying tribute to him. What a very cool, very special episode. Uh, We even did a live reaction video to the announcement of him going in the Hall of Fame. So, uh, of course, check out all that in the archives. Uh, But that wasn't it. That wasn't the only thing he did in 2022. Uh, He showed up on a uh, couple of programs. Uh, We had him on the Table for Five episode on the WWE Network with the BSK. Very, very fun episode. Mm -hmm. If uh, any of you out there have not seen that and seen uh, uh, Dennis Knight show up for the last three minutes of the show. (laughs) Oh, Midian. Oh, Midian. Some great stories told uh, in there. Uh, And then he showed up on uh, Ronda Rousey's show on ESPN Plus. He did an episode of that. Uh, you recapped that for us uh, back when. Yeah, he threw a dummy off of the uh, balcony at yep. that, that was theater. Fun. Yeah, and uh, I think his biggest TV appearance had to be the biography special on A yeah. and E, and then the Rivals episode with him and Kane, uh, who we're going to talk about tonight, of course, uh, also on A and E. I mean, those were specials. I think. I wasn't really that even excited for because it felt like, what else can we talk about? You know, we, exactly. we had the Hall of Fame speech. We had the Last Ride series. How much more can we say? But I think we were both surprised by how mm-hmm. um, how well done and how much you know new content there was in both of those. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's it was. Uh, I remember being blown away by because yeah, we were both like, what else can they tell? And it's like. Oh, they can get mom on the scene, mom. and she can steal the show. Mama Taker stole the show. <laughs> Mama Taker, Mama Calloway was the best. So yeah, she stole the show. It was awesome. I loved it. So. I loved it, man. <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, I, I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting on WWE Network to release some of this content that they've got that they advertised. You know, uh, not Undertaker related. I'm just going off of what we were just talking about. But you know, where is uh? Where's our Lex Luger uh, icons episode? Our British Bulldog icons episode? Where is the uh, superstar or, or super fan ep- documentary? Uh, where, yeah. Where is this? I stuff, don't know, man. I don't know. And by the time this airs, we will have seen the new Ric Flair one. And uh, whew, apparently, it's going to be something. Is it? <laughs> so I'm sure Taker's going to be in it. Yeah. I, well, I've seen a clips of a talking head of him being in it. So, yeah. Flair said he pulls no punches, and this is the real one he wished the 30 for 30 was. So it's two hours long. Okay. Supposed to be. So. Yeah. Well, we'll have to watch that and uh, discuss that maybe yeah. on next one. You know, Taker, like I said, they've shown a little preview of it, and Taker's on yeah. it being interviewed and stuff. So he has to be. I mean, he gave him his match where he felt like him again, you know, at WrestleMania exactly. 18. Uh, X8, excuse me. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Get it right, Travis. Yeah. It's one of the 2000s. <laughs> Uh, you know, speaking of lost things, we heard rumors all year long that there was going to be a podcast hosted by The Undertaker. 
we even had those rumors confirmed to us by none other than the Godfather himself, yeah. who said he had recorded an episode of the podcast already with Undertaker. Yeah. And here we are, January 1st, 2023. I'm still waiting. I'm still scrolling yeah. through Spotify. I don't see an Undertaker podcast on there. No, and I've seen other subsequent interviews since ours, like on more mainstream podcasts, I'll <laughs> just say that, uh, where he has said the same thing. Godfather has said, you know, we recorded some, you know, it hasn't come out yet. So, uh, yeah, it's it's uh, I, I, I hadn't seen it. Until we broke the news here, but right. you know, we weren't we weren't picked up by Wrestling Inc. or Wrestling Observer or anything like that. So yeah, we no broke the news first. Yeah, yeah. We, did. Yeah, we, did. we did. But every, subsequently, I've seen you know months later that he said the same thing in other interviews. So I don't know. I don't know where it is. Going with the old HBO Max strategy of just uh, recording it and throwing it in the trash <laughs> as soon as it's over. <laughs> Don't understand it. That's like some of Vince's booking was. How the fans will remember. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Let's shoot an entire movie. Yeah. What was then, that uh, guy? Uh, Phantasmo or Phantasmo? Was he on TV? Fantasio, I believe. Fant- no, the the was that his name? The guy on in like on Superstars, like '93. I think the it was guy who, Fantasia. Fantasio. Oh, Fantasio. Okay. I All think right, that's yeah. right. Yes. Yeah, he was on TV for like one yeah. one week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, fans don't remember. Yeah, <laughs> like when uh, you remember when Dolph Ziggler came out with dark hair, one yeah. week and then dyed it back again the next week. <laughs> like Evan Bourne. Yes, like Evan Bourne's older brother. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> or Emmalina. Like uh, Tensai. Yeah. Tensai. Yeah. <laughs> fans don't remember this giant hairy man that they yelled shaving no, back at. No, for he's four a Japanese years. legend, of course. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh. It's a ninety billion dollars record movie and file thirteen. It is. Yeah. I don't understand. Forget about it. Yeah. Well, apparently that's what we're doing with the Undertaker's podcast. Who knows, man? Maybe we will see it in twenty 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 twenty. Fingers crossed for twenty 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 twenty. I'm Tweety. Uh-oh. I'm Tweety Bird. You're Donald Duck over there, All right? <laughs> Uh, another really cool moment didn't involve the Undertaker, but it did involve his music and his entrance. Was uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not talking about the guy who made, <laughs> made an entrance. <laughs> at the, I like some of the guy's wedding. <laughs> nope, not talking about that viral video. I'm a little teapot. <laughs> <laughs> teapot. <laughs> Short and stout. <laughs> If you haven't seen it, go to our Twitter, folks. We retweeted it. There's a guy, and kudos to this dude for pulling this off. I uh, did a full his wife. entrance at his wedding reception as the entertainer <coughs> with the music, with the hat, with the smoke. Uh, he brought the smoke, and uh, but he did not bring the urn. So his his buddy, his best man, had to come out holding a tea kettle instead of an urn. But I mean, they committed to it, man. It was awesome. I loved it. But a uh, little bit more commitment from UFC champion Israel Adesanya, who did an incredible impression of the Undertaker with an urn, uh, mm-hmm. came out and then won his UFC fight after that uh, totally sick intimidation move. And it yeah. went viral on the internet. Very, very cool moment. Yeah. Just spoke to the power and the uh, <clears throat> reach of the Undertaker character, I feel like. Yeah. And that was when Vince, Pat McAfee, Triple H, and Stephanie were all in, in attendance, too. And had no idea that was going to happen. So that's yeah. pretty sweet. 
pretty sweet. Very cool moment. I'm sure we'll see more things like that in the future as time goes on. And uh, lastly, I'll just say, um, you know, we started with the Hall of Fame and the Hall of Fame birthed these one dead man shows that have become the Undertaker's yeah. new passion project. Uh, I think there's been four or five of them four, already since SummerSlam. Four, I think. Yeah, I think four. Okay. And they are booked to continue on throughout 2023. They keep selling out. Um, they keep having a great reception and a great turnout to all of these. Uh, I was lucky enough to attend the first one there in Nashville, SummerSlam weekend. Of course, you can check out, uh, we did a podcast where I recapped it and told the uh, stories, told them out of turn. wasn't supposed to tell them, but I told them anyway. And uh, mm-hmm. on our vlog, on our YouTube channel, covering all the whole SummerSlam weekend. But man, I am... I'm hoping me and you can attend one maybe in 2023, yeah. find a way, uh, because they're all different. They're all unique, and uh, I hope he keeps doing them. Yeah, I, I really want to go to one. That's on my bucket list. I would love to be at one. So hopefully he'll come around. Uh, I don't know. There's rumors of Nashville for SummerSlam again, but I think those kind of went by the wayside because they are uh, talking about bringing Mania there once they build that new stadium, Ooh. that new Titan Stadium. So we'll see. <laughs> Could be our next. That could be five years from now. Yeah, we'll still be around. Yeah, (laughs) we'll still be doing this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, man. That's just kind of looking back at the year of Undertaker, and who knows where he will show up in 2023. Uh, Like I said, I'm hoping, praying that podcast will drop. Um, Yeah. Any other predictions or any other hopes you might have for the Undertaker in 2023? Uh. I'd like to see the podcast. I'd like to see a one dead man show. And I'd like to see another broken skull session with him. Oh, that'd him be and, fun. Yeah. Him and Austin. Yeah. Just do it weekly. Sure. Just do a weekly series. Why not? With just them two. Like, why not? So they have so many stories to tell. So yeah, I'd like to see that again. So okay. That'd be good. Round three. Round three. Another round. Bring it on. Uh, well, we're going to go to, uh, it's not round three. I don't know. It's just another round of us, uh, doing a watch along for an Undertaker Shawn Michaels match here. Royal Rumble 1998. Uh, this is for the WWF championship in the main event of this Royal Rumble in a casket match. I I feel like I'm in a casket. Everything is closing in my wife's (laughs) closet is got me claustrophobic. Everything is closing in. We got Christmas presents in here. Clothes are falling everywhere. Well, hopefully it doesn't light on fire like this casket does later in the that night. That would be super unfortunate. Unless yeah, my wife wouldn't... lights it on fire while I'm in here. The, the closet's <laughs> on fire. The closet's on fire. My God. Um, we've talked about the Antigua's Royal Rumble stats in the past, but uh, this is actually his um, one of seven singles matches that he has had on the Royal Rumble pay-per-views. And he's got a pretty even record uh, in Royal Rumble singles matches. He's got uh, four wins and three losses. Uh, Defeated IRS in 95, Vader in 97, Heidenreich in 2005, and Rey Mysterio in 2010 in a very fun, underrated match. And lost to Yokozuna in another casket match in 1994. Uh, Bret Hart in 1996 for the championship. Another very good match. And, uh, of course, this match is going to lose to Shawn Michaels here at uh, Royal Rumble 1988. Spoiler alert, but we're still going to enjoy it. And then he had a miniature singles match in the Royal Rumble 2007 with Shawn Michaels. <laughs> yeah, you could, you could call it that. <laughs> sure, why not? Yeah, they had um, another match. 
just a little stat there for you uh, on this Ooh, Royal cool. Rumble match. Uh, of course, uh, I mean, what, what what comes to mind as far as the story leading into this match? What do you just remember off the dome going into this? I just remember him constantly being in the picture with Brett and Sean throughout the end of 97. And even, you know, with the screw job, him in interviews since then saying, you could have just given it to me. Like, not not the Bob Holly. Well, not the Bob Holly. I got an idea. I got an idea. But, like, you know, story-wise, it still would have made sense. He was there. Could have, you know, dropped it to him the next night on on Raw. Whatever. Anyway. But he was constantly in that thread with Sean and Brett and the top of the card there. And um, just, just. I think people forget that how heavily involved he was throughout the end of that. And that, that spills over into this beginning of 98, you know, where he has to, uh, he's going to wrestle Sean in this casket match. But again, same time, you got Kane lurking in the background. We got his big brother who, or little brother, big brother physically, but little brother who, um, you know, just debuted. So we're trying to weave that thread of them not, um, not touching Kane. Kane wants to fight Taker. Taker doesn't want to fight Kane. That's one five So this is, you know, this is gonna be the spark, no pun intended, that kind of lights the lights the match on fire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and of course, we're coming off of Sean and Undertaker at Ground Zero, in 1997. Awesome match. Yeah. Sean and Undertaker at Hell in a Cell, which was our number one Undertaker match of all time, uh, mm-hmm. that we ranked. Uh, and, and is just an epic match. And and Shawn Michaels has come out of the upper hand in both of those matches. And now finally, match number three, casket match. Seems like Shawn Michaels finally is going to get his comeuppance. He's not going to be able to escape the Undertaker's signature match here. Not to mention, you said all that with Undertaker and Kane, but they have sort of come together in the past couple weeks, seemingly. Yeah. Uh, instead of fighting against each other on the last Raw going into Royal Rumble, yeah, uh, Undertaker and Kane do the uh, Shakespeare pose to each other, one on the ramp, another one in the ring, uh, signaling a alliance finally between the Brothers of Destruction. Uh, but all is not as it seems, unfortunately, uh, as right. we're going to find out here. But it does feel like, uh, and the crowd is loving it, they're digging seeing these two guys come together, even though it's just it's been very short that we've seen their run together. The crowd just is already hyped to see these two guys. Oh Uh, yeah. That just shows you how strong they've booked Kane over the past two months um, that they're hyped to see these guys work together. Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, it's amazing. It's how sometimes less is more, you know, sometimes less is more. So it pays (laughs) off here. The champion. I am simply the very best sports entertainer in the world today. The Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Whether you love Shawn Michaels or you hate him, it's really irrelevant. He's a magnificent athlete with a tremendous fighting spirit. The Challenger. The Phenom. Undertaker. Somebody is going to rest in peace. The last time these two superstars met, both went to hell and back. Michael's down. 
encourage you all to cue this match up on peacock especially oh, if you yeah. haven't seen it in a while what this is the main event like I was, this you know, is the main times event i think that the royal rumble should be the main event but this there's a reason this was the main event. <laughs> yes it's there is become the spectacle it's going to become so yeah and uh we would be um remiss to not mention of course this is the royal rumble where stone cold steve austin wins it uh royal rumble where uh mick foley makes Three appearances inside the Royal Rumble. Classic match, and it begins Stone Cold's run to the top right here. Yep. That's going to call me at WrestleMania 14. So a huge match for Stone Cold Steve Austin. 
but uh, the main event here, Undertaker and Shawn Michaels. I've got two hours, 16 minutes, two seconds, Travis. Uh, say Royal Rumble and Budweiser? Yep, got the Royal Rumble sign, which I would love to have, and a Budweiser sign, which I'd also yeah, love to five. have light shining at you over the Budweiser time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right. So we that's fast forwarded through the video package for the match, and uh, yeah. we're going to queue up the match itself. Two hours, 16 minutes, two seconds, if you're watching along on Peacock. Uh, got anything else? To I say? got it. Got it? <clears throat> no, right, man. man. Let's get ready to rumble. Let's I, get ready to rumble. I broke out a little bit of the bubbly since it's New Year's. All right. So it's actually Welch's sparkling grape juice. So, a little bit of the bubbly. Cheers. So, yes. Well, since it is New Year's, why don't you give us the old uh, uh, 10, 10, 9, 8 countdown? All right. We'll go 10, 9, 8, 17, 42, 1, play. So, here we go. Ready? 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, play. It's a new day. Yes, it is. Oh, I think we're supposed to kiss right there. Mm, not bad. <laughs> oh, I'll kiss that guy. I'll kiss that man any day of the week. The Fink. He looks super I serious had this stuff right since now. since I was in like high school. <laughs> you got special for tonight? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I love it. <laughs> oh, this is Cheers one of my favorite. You. Wow. Uh, Titan. <laughs> one of my favorite teams of all time. <laughs> Not talking about the video, but I'm talking oh, about the song. Okay. It's just right. the stuff. It's just, it was so, uh, I mean, I would say it took from the NWO, obviously. No, but um, it it's did, so, but it's innovative, you know? It's, it's so innovative, yeah. The way the video breaks in and yes. cuts in and out. And it's so you know, good. we hadn't seen that in the uh, World Wrestling Federation before no. up to this time. And it's still something they do to this day. Mm-hmm. I love when they give guys a little unique entrances like when uh morrison had the slow-mo oh yeah there's a guy now axiom in nxt he like he's like johnny cage like shadow kicks across the screen it's really neat oh i haven't seen it's that. like it's like it's like a quick slow-mo thing i don't know it's weird it's hard to to say what it is but it's really neat that's cool <clears throat> oh just see sean was such a piece man <laughs> dude such... I, oh. I, I i love his Entrance gear. This is yeah. maybe my favorite Shawn Michaels <clears throat> yep. entrance gear ever. Yeah, I love it. It's incredible. I but love this Shawn Michaels. You're right. I mean, he was such an obnoxious, arrogant prick of a heel during yeah. this time, man. And he wasn't acting. That's him. <laughs> exactly. He's a nightmare to be with and to deal with. And it's so but- funny. Like, <clears throat> we, there's so much DX nostalgia these days, and it's it all like. It's always comedy. It's always silly. It's like it's the DX army, the tanks, and the glow sticks and stuff. You almost forget how edgy and how dirty and heelish mm-hmm. they were at the beginning and how yeah. much heat this guy and oh, Triple yeah. H and China had. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's crazy to think about just the stuff they were getting away with or <clears throat> weren't supposed to be getting away with, but then turned into gold, like the uh, yep. presidential apology thing. That was literally a note, and they were like, let's just read it. And then USA loved that they read that on and, and wanted more. It's just crazy. Yeah. Here comes Taker. You know? Look at all those lighters, man. <clears throat> those will all be uh, 
lights on your smartphone now. Exactly. I love seeing that back in the day. I love seeing the lighters. Purple I don't even think you're allowed to bring that into the arena anymore. Somebody hold the vape pen. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> and talk about an entrance right here. The yep. dead man. Shot from below, so he looks even more massive. I just love that. They do that with like almost now, but you don't even need to because that guy's a beast. I think they but, call it the Andre shot. I think that's, yeah, that was Andre how had that. they originally <clears throat> did that. And, you know, they do it for the big guys, for the Giants. Yeah. And this is, uh, I like this trench coat he's got on, and it would get a little more over the top come WrestleMania. Yeah, but he would kind of recycle it and use it like mm-hmm. even up into like the late late 2000s like 2010 yeah. era when he's facing like cm punk for the world title he wore yep. a jacket very similar to this i don't know if it was the same one but but pretty similar there's the casket right there and uh you know the casket match was still uh you know it, it, it kind of felt a little weird that we were getting a casket match at this point in time you know we just had hell on a cell like we just upped the game into the attitude era and here we are going back towards like a new generation like early yeah. 90s more more of a cartoonish type of thing mm-hmm. here this is the transition period where WWF still has those old logos from turnbuckles and everything but they're about to get that scratch well they have know. the scratch well, down they there have the scratch, at the uh, mean, yeah. in the bottom of the corner oh look at how Sean sells the pyro what a pro man good man He's that's so the thing good. even though he was such a nightmare to deal with he was a professional when he got in the ring except for the screw job well no he was professional. he did what his boss asked him to do so he was professional actually true that yeah, night yeah in one <clears throat> sense yeah for sure yeah but just oh. i love the way oh here we go <laughs> mike tyson pulling the travis with white the world's worst <laughs> shano mack next to him <laughs> no chin mike yeah, tyson. triple h's beautiful hair i wish i could be as excited as mike tyson is at a wrestling show <laughs> he's on the rick flair documentary too mike tyson so, uh, talking ahead of him mm-hmm. <laughs> yep i love it i just this Shawn michaels is just primo sean but it's crazy how he came back four years later and was even better oh <laughs> even insane. better he had the run yeah. of his life take four years off come back better um yeah he was running hard at this time no doubt about it yeah you just wonder what could have been, you know? Oh, yeah. But it's the best thing that happened for him was leaving and coming back because if he had stayed, he'd probably be dead, honestly, by now. You know, yeah, as far as him <clears> personally, <throat> yeah. You know, he needed that. He, yeah, it saved his life. Yeah, you're absolutely he right. The break, he needed to find Jesus. He needed to get his life together. He needed to grow up. Yeah. Peter Pan. All right, I love it. Love that. Just ducking and then just taking it to take her right at the beginning here. And it's oh, there he is, a little uh, there you go, little socket right there. No, Whoop. boom. Taker's not having this, but Sean, the wily heel. I want to see Bogart versus tattoo. I mean, somebody yeah, in the crowd wants to see it. That sounds like a couple of jobbers her. from uh, Superstars last <laughs> last month. Hey, we got to do more Superstars. <laughs> Bogart and tattoo. <laughs> and I just said, I think you said to my head. Uh. But look, Sean, relentless. Getting well, back he's up. more confident. You know, he's actually got a couple wins against The Undertaker. Yeah. And uh, they were cheap wins, but, you know, he's this cocky, arrogant heel. He mm-hmm. thinks he's so big and bad now. And he's not afraid of Undertaker here Mm-mm. to start things off. It's a different nope. vibe from their earlier matches. It is. I love it. I could watch these guys wrestle all day. And it oh, doesn't. Sean. Nope. Oh. 
Taker just caught Sean in midair from the, the double choke. Almost from the ground, picked him up in a double choke. That was awesome. Yeah. And I was gonna pick him up in a press slam. Maybe, maybe not. Oh, the purple in line <laughs> caskets open. Earl's like, you want this casket, buddy? <laughs> yeah. Sean's like, forget and here there we go. it is. Wow. That's in the, the first couple minutes. I forgot how early it was. The infamous spot that broke Shawn Michaels' back right there. Yep. That was it. And it's this is crazy. It's so inconsequential when you watch it. It's not like a Jeff Hardy spot where he jumps off or dives to a flaming table. It's that. Which just here goes a, a replay. It's like his just, his butt just <clears throat> raises the corner of the casket. Yeah. Uh and it's just one of those, you know, freak injuries. Like uh Yeah. I think uh, I think somebody in the NFL just kind of had like a non-contact injury, like got carted off the field this past week, yeah. and it's just like yeah. sometimes those sort of things you just hit it just in the right, the, just the right spot, just the right angle. And <sighs> well, there you go. Sean just got slammed on the concrete right there. I'm sure it gets aggravated as the match yeah. goes on. You know, maybe that was the beginning of it. Yeah. But it just continues to get aggravated as the match goes on. But his adrenaline's pumping. He's not. He's feeling it, but he's not feeling it. You know what I'm saying? He's he's getting him through. But yeah, he, you can see him in agony right there. But, oh yeah. Uh, and I can feel for you. I mean, we did some backyard wrestling stuff, and uh, I got pretty injured in one match with a buddy of ours. And uh, you can watch the tape back and see exactly where, because I was not the same the rest of the match. Oh yeah. I was dead. <laughs> it hurt, and I wasn't even professional. <laughs> and so yeah, I can only imagine what this is like. You know. There's so many light-colored jeans in the audience. Uh, Taker with a body slam. And go elbow it. drop doesn't connect. Oh, doesn't get it. It's so, funny, dude. Look at. Oh, go ahead. I no. I just there's a few uh, NWO shirts in the crowd as well. Yeah. I was gonna say you look at here now, and they're all these two guys. I mean, unfortunately, it's China's past, but the other, you know, right. Triple H is now. Vince, basically. Sean is Triple H down in NXT. Yeah. And he has like a vice president type role. And then Taker is – he's going to be with the company for life. He is always He's always going to get paid by them. He's never going to go anywhere. It's just crazy. Like that whole end of an era match at WrestleMania 28 was kind of like a tagline. But it's just crazy how – all the other people have come and gone and come and gone. And these three are still there. Like, you know, it's that's crazy. A, that's a great point. You would not have said that 25 years ago watching this no. match. Oh, no. Triple H, the guy with the European talent on the outside, is going to be running the company. Yeah. Meanwhile, the guy in the ring is going to be his vice president. Oh, Sean with a little apron oh. stunner. Oh, Page out of Taker's book right there. Number one stunner. And yeah, I mean, you'd probably say Taker would still be one of the greatest legends of all time. And that part would be believable. But the other stuff, it's like, what? Yeah. Oh! You know what's you crazy, really man? You really can't tell. Yeah, that was a, uh, oh man, that was a great move off the top. So, I was listening earlier. This is what, 98? Taker started his career in what, 88? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Started training. So, this is 10 years into his career, right? I was listening to, and this is no knock on this person at all, but a guy who's really highlighted as of this recording, he may be winning the AEW title. We don't know. Ricky Starks. It was a promo against his match against MJF. He's like, I've been in this business 12 years. And it's just funny. Like, Ricky Starks has been in the business 12 years, and he's, he's, he's where he's at as Ricky Starks. 
This is Taker. Twelve years Taker is biker. Oh, that casket is oh, the casket nearly closed. Hand out. Shawn Michaels got a pinky out right there. Yeah. Triple H trying to get in the way. But just thinking, 12-year taker is biker taker. Isn't that crazy to think about? Oh! Sean with some powder. Uh, Where did he get that from? I mean, he probably got it from backstage, if I knew Sean this time. (laughs) I'm not sure that was baby powder. That that was just Sean sneezing. (laughs) (laughs) The whole time. We thought it was Sean sneezing and the coke just blew everywhere. Alright, we're done. We're done. We're peaked. I never noticed that. <laughs> Alright, guys. See you next year. Alright, that was fun. <laughs> Take your easy. Here he goes. There he is. Sean. Gesundheit. Uh, <laughs> oh, but we do get that t- that casket cam, which is great. Oh, we love the casket oh, cam. Oh, choke slam. Oh, Ooh, oh no. Sean's going to break it. Oh, Sean will die Sean's on my nose. You know, man, oh, beautiful moonsault from Sean. Ooh, that's what Vader wanted to do. <laughs> um, it's so funny you brought up Ricky Starks, Travis, because do you remember uh, one of our funniest moments in podcast history uh, when we talked about Undertaker's interview with some young guns at the Schmitz family barbecue back in the day? Yeah. Do you know who one of those superstars was? I'm going to guess it's Ricky Starks. It was Ricky Starks. <laughs> wow. Someone posted crazy? a clip of that on Twitter the other day, and I had no clue. That's crazy. But, yeah, you just talk about why Ricky Starks is where he's at today. Maybe it's a little bit of advice from the dead man hey. that he received on that. No, day. I like I like Starks. He's great. He's it's awesome. just funny. When he said 12 years, I was like, golly, that was that was biker taker. Like, he was, he was <laughs> yeah. a, a presence year two <laughs> like it's yeah. just crazy sean got his head rocked into the table and that and, and he would still have you know 20 more years of his career mm-hmm. you know, exactly after that as well Trusky's, oh taker always took nasty uh stair bumps oh you he know? had the stairs 100 percent. it's like bret hart run into the turnbuckle at full mm-hmm. speed that that classic bump gavin rosdale in the front row looks like <laughs> Scott Stapp. 49ers. It could be Stapp. Or uh, just getting started. Jeff Tremonti, maybe. Mark Tremonti? Yes, no, Jeff. That's his oh. older brother. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, man, I'm losing my internet. <laughs> keep going. Trace Adkins is over next to him. <laughs> over. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> oh, oh, you'll have to tell me where we're at. I will. I yeah, just let me know. Sean's... Uh, Doing some damage to Undertaker here, of course. Oh, of course. Again, he's super just... confident here. Oh, and this is one of the nastiest spots of the entire match. Sean's on the stairs. Undertaker straight up. Pile driver straight on to the stairs. Oh, man. Nasty, nasty. spot. All right. All right, I'm Where at 2.30.05. 2.30. Oh, yeah. 2.30.10 right now. 11. 12, 13. Tell me when you're at 19. Now. All right. Taker's getting up. Double feature coming out. Double feature right? time. Yeah. Here it goes. Oh, into this. I don't know why my laptop does that every time we record. Every time. Oh, yeah. That Golly, man. Brutal. I know it's a work, but, man, it's hard to work that. Yeah. I'd like to work that T-shirt. 
<laughs> that lady's dead right there. Worked at 49ers. And that fanny pull back, over. Man. Fanny packs are coming back. They're coming back. My wife just got a brand new one. I don't know if it's like a real thing or if it's like an ironic thing, you know? Either way, I'm, I'm happy both. with it. Yeah. Little prelude Brown. to many of the future Triple H Undertaker <laughs> matches that we're getting here. I see Trey Atkins now. <laughs> I see <laughs> internet died. <laughs> Front row. Golly, the blue cameraman jumpsuit to the best. That's so good. I need the Wyatt family jumpsuit. Bring him back. Fanny Pack McGee, she's not having this. Oh. Dude, she is on her back. feet giving it to Shawn Michaels. HPK and Triple H. Oh. Oh, and he just. He just <laughs> gave it to her. Yeah. Look at the Fink holding that belt with pride, man. Yeah, he is. Why, why is it? Why is he holding it? Why is it not on a table or something? He's the one of the fans to steal it. Um, you might be right. Where is this? Uh, Philadelphia. I think it's in San Jose, California. San like Jose. We said on the last right. episode. Kind of like Philadelphia, except completely opposite side of the country. Philadelphia of California. I love the advertisements in the arena. As yeah. well. We saw the Budweiser one. There's a great Apple one up at the top That's of the arena. Old Apple logo. Yeah, that was like the Mac, like Apple. Oh, yeah. Like, one trying we to make a comeback. Tech Lab. Yeah. Playing Oregon Trail on. Golly. Nitro sucks, son. No way. Not in 98. No way. It was amazing. He said this peak. All right, t- Sean's rolling Taker into the He's rolling casket. him into the casket. You get a casket cam view. Of course. I hope we have that at my funeral. Casket <laughs> cam is broadcast on the big screen. We can have that set up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's make a deal right here. Both of, whichever one of us goes first, All the right. other one will make sure we make sure get there's a, a, casket a ring doorbell in our casket. <laughs> you can see who's there. <laughs> oh, headbutt. Taker got the teardrop on his face. Ooh, Sean with a swinging neckbreaker. I know not enough people do that anymore. Yeah, you don't see that so much. There are a lot of wrestle moves you see in every match, but one you don't see a lot is that. We need to bring him back. I think so. There is a little eight-year-old kid with a Stone Cold Steve Austin middle finger. Middle finger. finger. <laughs> yeah. Jumping Crazy. sleeper hold by Shawn Michaels. Yep. Don't see that anymore either. Nope. On his back, taking him down. But what Taker a great move up. this is here as Sean mm-hmm. like brings the match down only yeah. to bring it back up again. There's been so much action, so much excitement. And I yeah. think you know, it's just a move that gets is not uh appreciated or uh you know done as much anymore. But it's you know, you want it to be action, action, action all the time nowadays, but it's so critical to bring the crowd down sometimes so that you can get them more invested mm-hmm. going forward. Exactly. I wonder if the crowd um, was so – because they're not really on their feet. Well, they just had they, the Royal Rumble before this. That was my point, yeah, is that the boy, Austin, just won the Rumble. Right. And you know, looking at this, is it going to be Austin Taker or is it going to be Austin Shaw? Like, yeah. you can kind of see the writing on the wall. I'm not saying the fans aren't enjoying it, but it's like it is a big come down from the rumble. That's why that's one reason I always think that uh is well, it should be on last. But clearly, again, this match has to be on. Clearly Stone Cold is about it. He's about the, it about as, it, about as it, as it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Taker just hit a teardrop suplex on Sean. 
Oh, that should have been one of his finishers. <clears throat> yeah. The, te- the teardrop. Yeah. <laughs> Take it with the sit up. The, the same for... Where is... This must be in San Diego or San Francisco because there's a lot of Padres and... A lot of Giants fans, yeah. Giants stuff. Sean Mike's with yeah. the kip up. That's something you unfortunately see in three out of... 10 matches a night now is a kip up. Can you imagine was, doing a kip up with a broken back? No, that was Sean's thing. You know, no one else did that on the whole night. No, but now, and I love the guys that do it, but now too many of them do it on the same night. And it's like, come on, man. Talk yeah. about your thoughts. Oh, Oh, little picture. Nice little perfect. With a, he had one of my favorite elbows. We've talked about that before on here, but I, I just love Sean's. It's an underrated. Elbow oh elbow. yeah. Tess had a great one too. Tess did have a good one. And a he great probably, big boot. In hindsight, Tess probably should not have been falling his hip for that much as a big guy like that. You, you know, know, like jumping. <laughs> Maybe not the best idea. Yeah. Well, like Taker said about the, the oh, sweet chin music right in the middle. But doesn't do any good to just nope. sleep on the rope. You got to roll him in. Pinfall is not going to work here. Nope. He tells, the, tells him to open it up. He's going to roll, roll the Undertaker towards that beautiful purple-lined casket. Taker and... goes in. He looks totally out of it here. Sean's going to slam Sean's the door. About to fall in. Classic casket cam view right here. Sean getting cocky. Getting a little cocky. Oh. Oh, Undertaker just got a little cocky. <laughs> got a handful of... All right. And what a moment. Again. What a moment. <laughs> that is a great spot, though. Is, take, it is a good Sean spot. does That's... the crotch chop on top of him and take her with the low blow. Yeah, it's perfect. Oh, <laughs> big back body drop. Went Nobody. Into the Raptors with that back body drop. Yeah. Nobody oh, does it better. And then that was a bad idea Nobody with a broken back. Nobody does that better. Backflip into the corner. Oh, man. What a great combination these two guys are, man. Nobody sells like Sean. No. And no big man sells like Taker. No. Triple H with the crutch. Boot. Big boot. The way Sean stopped (laughs) in his track and just spun was he didn't oversell and flip and flop and backwards or flip, you know, do one of those crazy upside down twists. He just stopped. Like he did with Hulk Hogan? Hey, that was beautiful. <laughs> it was great. Taker just lollygagged around and fell into the casket. Sean that, yeah. Oh! That Earl Hebner had open for no reason. Yeah. Sean just, I mean, that you can't work that. He just dives what? on him. <laughs> Earl, Earl, what are you doing? Earl about to get fired. <laughs> Sean did an elbow drop into the casket, which is insane. And Earl just closed it. <laughs> That's a draw, right? Should be. Match is over. They're both in the casket. Casket door's Should closed. Be. Sean gets out first. He's crawling. Uh, oh, the big monster. Yeah, like a horror movie right here. There it Look is. Look at right that there. shot. That's the, shot. That's the money shot. Taker drags Sean into hell, into the casket. Oh, that was beautiful. Then that's the shot that WCW would not have gotten, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I loved WCW more at the time, mm-hmm. this time than WWF, but they wouldn't have missed that production-wise. Sean Taker take a little breather inside the casket? Yeah. 
You all right, dude? You good? How are you back? Piece of crap. John rolls in the ring. Taker's going to follow suit. And just when you think it's over, it's not. Ooh. Oh, going to go for a choke slam city. He didn't hit the first one because Sean got up on the uh, turnbuckle. Oh, what a... my. Oh. Behind. Choke slam. Behind the head. He had Sean Slim all the way behind my... his head. <laughs> Tomahawk choke slam oh. right there. That was Gosh. awesome. That was, a, that was one of the greatest chokes I've ever seen. I think it was. That was uh, Pat that's Patterson, that's Gerald Briscoe level. <laughs> <laughs> Nunzio is probably the best. <gasps> Whoa! Tombstone, Tombstone into the casket. Into the casket. Dude, oh, love is in the crowd. Wait a second. Wait a second. Oh, the roadie. <laughs> it's Daddy Gun and, and Brett, Brett Favre. <laughs> and Savio Vega. And some, some other Jim Rones. Los Bariquas. Los Bariquas. And Albert. <laughs> Big hairy guy. <laughs> Mexican Who Albert. That? Who is that? Alberto. Holy That's cow. <laughs> A little precursor to DX with the road dog and uh, Billy Gunn out there. That's right. Uh-oh. The Ooh, lights go out. Dude. The crowd erupts right The crowd now, just erupted. Because they know what's happening. Lights went out. Organs playing. Jim Ross is having a seizure. Uh, yeah. Kane to the rescue. Oh, my. Kane just bobbed for apples backstage, soaking <laughs> wet. JR just said the unholy alliance of the brothers of the night. Ooh. Destruction wouldn't come till later. No, it would not. Triple H shaking in his crutch. Kane just unfazed by anybody. I love it. Yeah, just takes out Savio, out. takes out Alberto. Knuckle sandwiches. It turns out you just had to have a pair of jeans to wrestle in '98. <laughs> That's it. Just save the crowd. Of the Undertaker. Yeah, a little bit of a throwback to the '94 Rumble with all these heels mm-hmm. coming out trying yeah. to bury Very the Undertaker. Very much. And this crowd is electric. They want to see these two guys unite, connect. Which is so funny. It's so short-lived up at this point. But I know. there's already so much uh, excitement around all of this. It's been, it's been less than three months. Yeah. Or three months. Kane raises <laughs> his arms. No pyro. And then, oh, punch to his brother's face. Turns what happened to the pyro? Brother. Whoops. JR's, turns on him. JR's cursing on commentary. Probably. <laughs> JR was off the rails at this point with his cursing. I love seeing these little memes online now and little gifts about like with, with Triple he used to call Triple H an SOB all the time. All like the time. Early two thousands when he was like the main event uh you know champion for three years. And it's love season. Oh choke slam chokeslam into, into the, the gasket. gasket and Sean, the sneaky little weasel, closes it. And here comes little Big Daddy. Right there. Big, Daddy. <laughs> Big Daddy Wheeze. <laughs> That's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> He's got the Dude. Master Lock. Yeah. The Master, master lock, lock Challenge, challenge with the casket. <laughs> He's like, oh, man. He tapped on it twice like an ambulance. 
So Shawn Michaels has won the match. Yeah. Shawn's going Kane. to face. Going to face uh, Steve Austin. Stone Cold at WrestleMania. HBK is a sellout. Kane has That's locked Undertaker in the casket with the help of his daddy, Paul Bear. They're wheeling it up to the top Big of the ramp. Big daddy. Where are Here they it comes. going? Somebody threw their sign on it. Paul Bear getting it off of there. You got the little area tarp down right there. Hmm. Wonder why. I don't know. Pyro. But Kane has gone to the back to get a giant axe. Get a drink. <laughs> and a red plastic container. Oh. He is. JR just clarified that's an axe. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Couldn't quite He's trying tell. to kill his brother. They did not practice this part. <laughs> it's hard. You can't practice this. I'm surprised the head didn't shoot off into the audience <laughs> and kill somebody. It's not the best form. I gotta say. He's, I mean, he is swinging for the fences. Yes. Kane is looking like an absolute murderer right now. Just living up to his name. Kane, you know, that's Kane right. murdered his brother. So that's what he's doing. He's axing. He's yeah, axing he for just, trouble. He might. <laughs> he might have just hit Taker. <laughs> <laughs> he went all the way through. I think Taker may be gone already. Uh, well, I don't know. I thought he was in there. Sorry, kayfabe. Oh, dang. You mean Taker didn't really burn alive here? I love that Paul Bear pops the end so that they can breathe. He pops the yellow, yellow cap on the other end so that you can let the you can pour the gas the right way. He's, like, he's a professional gasoline pourer. Well, I love that I think... King on commentary just said, what is that? As if he's never seen a, <laughs> a gas, gas can. can before. Paul Bear has like a set of matches from like a restaurant that you could get on your what way restaurant out. do Damon's. you think he got that from? He got Damon's for ribs. <laughs> Damon. <laughs> yeah. oh, the cask is on fire. My Goodness. God, it is on fire. It is so much on fire. <laughs> it is. It is dangerous. That is very close. Isn't that can just sitting there? That is not approved by the fire department. No, there's no way they got that approved. <laughs> but what a visual. That's oh. how you end a pay-per-view, man. Exactly. That's how you end a pay-per-view, not the exploding barbed wire death match. It <laughs> goes... Literally <laughs> what I was going to bring up. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I don't mean to bash that company. They're doing great things, but that was awful. <laughs> well, man, I like we said at the beginning, I Set had this in my to top ten... Undertaker matches of the 90s. You did not rank it back then. I won't ask you to do a re-ranking, but uh, man, Good. What, just what are your thoughts like revisiting it here? Do you think you had it underrated? Uh, does it hold up? Is it Probably. better than you remember it? Uh, yeah, better than I remember it. I think I may have underrated it. I have to go back and look at my actual list of the top 10 I had and maybe think about it. I do know that that, um, that tag match from <laughs> with uh, Taker Summer and... ninety nine. Yeah, that's on there. Maybe that's I mean, yeah, you know, should have been. <laughs> you love that match. I do love that match, though. But yeah, I don't know. I don't want to say gun stuff, but I, I do. This one, this match was really good. I forgot how good it was. Yeah. So, Some just, great they storytelling, man. They do. Yeah. Great. Yeah. They're just the best. Um, They're the best. It it plays off the other matches. Plays uh -huh. off the storyline with Kane. 
some awesome spots. You know, the elbow drop into the casket, tombstone into the casket, pile driver on the stairs. It's wild. Uh, and all that, and it's part of a story. It's part of the soap opera of it. It's not just a match for like a um, just for a match sake. You know, it's not just for a championship. It's got thread of you know of Kane in there and everything too. So and, and DX being obnoxious. So it's it's great. Good storytelling. Absolutely, I loved it. I enjoyed it. I'm glad we did it. Cheers. Cheers. Happy New Year. Uh, what a great way to kick off the year here in Talking Taker. Oh my! Guzzled that Welch's white grape juice. I'm gonna sleep good tonight. Absolutely. Well, we hope you sleep well after listening. Christmas party tomorrow. Wow! Have mercy. Lamps on the head. Shades, not lamps. I might have to put a lamp in my head. I love lamps. Anyway, what are we doing, folks? This is, the great, this is what you come here for. Talking Taker, <laughs> kicking off another year, 2023. We hope you enjoyed it. We would love to hear your thoughts revisiting this match. Classic Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels casket match. Is it one of your favorites? Does it live up to the hype? Is it the best casket match of all time? What are your thoughts? Hit us up at Talking Taker, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, we are Vampiro. still on all of those. You know, it could be. Um, and uh, we'd love to hear your comments. Leave them there. Subscribe to the show. Leave a rating. Uh, retweet us. Interact with us. We don't just post when the new episodes come out. We post all throughout the month, uh, talking about news in the Undertaker, talking about anniversaries, other things. Uh, we post great stuff on there. Uh, so be sure to follow us. And it's different stuff on all the different platforms. So please, please give us a follow. Please give us a rating. Uh, Want to shout out our friends of the podcast. Of course, uh, we got. Uh, Collecting Dead Man, our fellow Undertaker podcaster. Be sure to listen to his podcast, uh, talking about news and notes on The Undertaker, talking about collecting Undertaker merchandise, doing some other great watch-alongs on his podcast feed as well. Uh, our buddy Watch Along Tommy, who is, uh, like I mentioned last month, doing some whatnot sales and uh, actually purchased a few figs for The Undertaker collection to, from him as I am winding it down, getting close to the end, uh, getting... Uh, just to, to the last uh, dozen or so figures I need for my Dang. Undertaker collection. Uh, Tommy has Dang. helped out with that. Be sure to follow him on whatnot. And then our boys, what? Mike and JV, speaking of what, over at the bottom line, <laughs> wrestling cast. Uh, they have been, uh, they have finished out the in-ring career of Stone Cold Steve Austin, but they have been going back and looking at stunning Steve Austin Loved that series, and now they're actually looking at some of the bottom line cast and the Stone Cold podcast from the WWE Network. Uh, they did a whole episode devoted to the Dean Ambrose uh, podcast, which man, I had I, I had honestly forgotten just how awkward, how awkward. that was. And uh, boy, uh, <laughs> it was it was a mess. Uh, it was a train wreck. It was a and hot so they, mess. they did some good commentary on that, and some good analysis on on what exactly went down there so i encourage you guys to go listen to that and uh you know i got an idea i'd like to get those guys back over here you know we didn't cover a royal rumble for the undertaker here but uh 98 royal rumble stone cold winning maybe we do a watch along with mike and jv maybe a little bonus episode here in the month of january for the 25th anniversary uh we'll see if we can get that worked out and throw that out to you guys but uh as far as the month of february goes uh for our next podcast Speaking of the casket match, I got me thinking, Travis. Uh, we covered a ca- classic casket match right here. 
But uh, I think next month, I got an idea, and we'll kind of brainstorm it and work it out. But I would love to do the history of the casket match next month for the month of February and sort of look back at all the mini casket matches that the undertaker had and that other people have had um, and just sort of uh, look at how it's evolved. You know, we, we won't cover in depth each one, but we'll kind of chart how it has grown and where it holds a place in the undertaker's career uh, and see how that goes. Sort of a concept episode right there. What do you think about that? Well, that beats my idea, which was the three year anniversary of the Kuwaiti to wake. Uh, aggro crap. I'm just kidding. I'm going to get it. No, we can let yeah. the fans vote. <laughs> No, we don't need to. <laughs> I was just joking. I made it up right now. So, um, yeah, that sounds good. Sounds good right. to me. So be on the lookout for that in the month of It evolved February. into a concrete crypt. It did. You could say. <laughs> we won't talk about Devolved. that. Devolved. Right? Let's, let's not talk about that. Devon evolved. Oh, never mind. There's so many things there. Uh, you know, last month we did the uh, classic WWF Superstars episode, and I wanted to read a comment. Uh, we oh, got... I want to I want to comment on it. Please, you know, I was talking about the Beverly Brothers, and I couldn't stand them. Then I immediately said, yes. "I love Mike Anderson." Those WWE. you know, his tag team partner was Wayne Bloom, the Beverly, the other Beverly brother, whose son I believe is Von Wagner, which you were talking about on uh, right. that episode. So yeah, I couldn't remember I couldn't remember Wayne Bloom's name. I was saying that I watched that match with the, I think it was High Voltage, and then Mike Anderson knows Wayne Bloom. So yeah. I, did, I couldn't stand him as Beverly Brothers. I loved him as Wayne 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 Bloom and Mike Enos, though. Got that Enos envy, baby. <laughs> Got that Enos envy, baby. <laughs> Folks, please listen now. Don't sleep on that episode. Go back no, and listen. It is one of my top ten favorites we've ever done. Uh, comment on our Twitter page from at TweetShaming21. Uh, I shared a clip of that Berserker Undertaker uh, big angle with the sword and everything. And this person said, technically, with his height and red hair, Mark, as in the Undertaker, would have made an excellent berserker if he'd been allowed to play the character straight like he did with the Undertaker. And I just thought that was a really interesting comment. Like, what a, what a funny thought experiment that would be if those two guys switched characters. You know, would we be doing we would not uh, be here today. Ba- uh, babbling about berserker podcast? Uh, no. <laughs> you don't think so? No. You don't think Mark Calloway could have uh, exploded the Berserker character? I have all confidence in Mark Calloway. I don't have confidence <laughs> in Vince for riding that character out that way. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. So. I, I think he's he's still, we've said this many times, I think Mark Calloway would have been successful pretty much no matter what. Uh, the Undertaker character definitely helped and boosted him. Yeah. But I also I don't think you could put anybody into the Undertaker character and have it be as successful as it is. You know, it was just one of those It was a like a glove, man. Nuclear fusion right there, man. Exactly what I was gonna say. Exactly. <laughs> I know you were. I know you were. I can read your mind. <laughs> That's scary. <laughs> well, I uh, appreciate everybody listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Hope you'll continue to join us throughout 2023 as we continue rolling, rolling, rolling onto the last ride, digging up the dead man here in podcast form. Uh, you never know what might happen. Uh, we would love to hear your thoughts and suggestions. What do you want to hear from us? We are here for you, our listeners. Uh, we've got some ideas but we'd love to hear yours. There's some great anniversaries from 1998. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. From 2008. 
2008 was a great year that I'd love, a couple matches I'd love to hit back up and revisit. Uh, 2003, uh, 2018, we've already committed <laughs> October. We're, we're going to build that up. Big special episode. Yeah, uh, but look, seriously, or if you got other concept ideas, do you want to hear more superstars? Do you want to hear more Coliseum videos? Do you want to go back to uh, Memphis or uh, World Class or other or WCW? You want, do you want some WCW? Uh, let us know. Uh, but uh, yeah, appreciate everybody listening, retweeting, sharing, all that good stuff. We love you, our creatures of the night. Absolutely. If you were there at wherever this place was on this night of the casket match, let us know if you were wearing a, uh, if you were that little kid that had the phone middle finger. We want to hear from you because you are You're slightly age younger right now. than us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, slightly younger than us. We want to know what you're doing or if you're living in a van down by the river. So, yeah, let us know. Uh, anyway, as hey, always. If, if you're going to the Dead Man show or any of these signings that Undertaker's doing, pick up a Talking Taker shirt from tpublic.com. Yes. Wear it in your picture with the Undertaker. Post it to us. We will send you a special prize for doing that that offer is always available and i know he's got more of these appearances coming up so we haven't had one in a long time i want to see another one oh yeah we would love to see another one of those and yeah happy new year to you guys thanks for sticking with us all this time we're looking forward to this year uh stay safe out there and as always take her easy i don't understand Get him!